dear friends, in this episode there will be just uh, scattered pieces of the puzzle of the end time prophecies. So this is a um, biometric checkout point yeah, to pay in the supermarket with uh, your uh, biometric data. So as covered in the previous episodes, in the current historic context, biometry equation mark hell and if somebody's got still doubts about that equation uh, here is the most obvious proof this is how uh, the appliances come from the manufacturer that's how they look on uh, the back side so now let's see uh, what is according to some uh, magic encyclopedia the meaning of this sign i will skip the history of this symbol because uh, anyway, all the symbols, the Satanists, they borrowed them from the benevolent shamans, medicine men, druids, magicians. And I will read to you only about its uh, current usage, uh, which is widely used in black magic. With the help of this symbol, the black magicians successfully manage to call from beyond uh, evil spirits to communicate with them to make them run errands and also house them in people this type of star symbol let's call it like that is the most powerful amongst all used in satanism and even more if this symbol is placed in a circle that multiplies its strength and makes kind of a demonic trap which uh, the evil shamans use to release evil spirits in this material realm and by the way some banks are already collecting uh, the biometric data of customers without even um, letting them know in clearly understood language it is somewhere in the small uh, print like, for example, one of those innocent-looking notifications that we are changing our terms of service, etc. To which uh, people agree without reading, uh, just so that they can uh, make their bank transfer. And then, uh, of course, modern smartphones are perfectly equipped to harvest uh, biometric data. And that's how humanity is getting uh, nearer and nearer to hell. So, since the phenomena of uh, modern hospitals started uh, harming uh, humanity, a new terrible ritual has been introduced of prematurely cutting the umbilical cord when uh, people are born, and the most uh, precious uh, blood is, uh, used to be just uh, spilled on the floor uh, normally the delivery medicine women in the past they would wait until all the blood is uh, transferred from the placenta because uh, that would uh, give strength to the newborn not only in this uh, difficult moment but also in its entire life because uh, that blood is really packed with the most precious the young body would need for its uh, entire life so previously they would uh, just uh, waste it on the floor uh, being spilled in the hospital but now they have taken it to another level it turns out they have been uh, collecting it without uh, clearly uh, notifying the parents for that 
and using it for well whatever they want it's not even clear it says they have been using it for whatever they uh, consider appropriate well try to guess the riddle who would be those undisclosed parties who would have interest in children's blood Insanity gets more and more shocking by the day. The Cosmopolitan magazine, which is uh, read by some uh, 50 million readers, has published um, yeah, practical uh, do-it-yourself satanic abortion. It even uh, offers uh, like kits by uh, mail for the women and online assistance and how to do the ritual with the help of an officially registered satanic church. So, if today's news can inspire one only to vomit, God knows, when the proper tribulation starts, well, if it is much worse than now, then it must be exactly in the way it was described in the prophecies. And when is the proper tribulation gonna start? Well, the last news I heard was uh, from Sayert part of whose visions I uh, published some two years ago. So I actually met him in person for the first time I had to travel and um, we managed to meet and he told me that uh, based on different pieces of information he received at different times, he said that uh, now steadily it will get uh, worse and worse but still until year 2027 life uh, will be more or less bearable. And then, in that year, all of a sudden, it will get much worse and it will uh, continue getting even more indescribably <laughs> terrible for uh, seven years. Year 27 is around year 25, where, according to the prophecies, was uh, more or less the likely period for everything to begin and it's more or less uh, reasonable, although a bit short period in which um, all the other things are supposed to happen like um, rampant inflation, civil unrest, civil wars, complete uh, financial meltdown and probably even uh, launching the project of the One World uh, Mark of the Beast passport I mean, even according to official sources, uh, without this uh, proposed uh, pass or whatever they call it, one won't be able to participate in uh, social or economic life. One won't be able to be part of the modern society. But the viewers of the New York Channel, they knew that years ago. those who will not accept the new passport have nothing to fear. Like, for example, since the beginning of the COVID farce has been some 3-4 years already, did you notice how fast they flew by? Well, that's how long will be the strong part of the proper tribulation, only that much. It is very, very short period, actually. Not to mention that in the prophecies it says that it will feel like a couple of months, much shorter than even uh, the time feels right now. Ooh. 
So in the recent months or weeks, the northern lights have been observed in places where they are seen rarely or even never before. And while the mass media is uh, distracting the people's attention with uh, pseudo-scientific explanations of the phenomena, the local people in some of the areas actually remember what they have uh, heard from the previous generation that uh, such lights were seen in the skies before the beginning of the world wars. And indeed, historically, uh, the northern lights have been considered an omen for uh, inauspicious events. People would say that uh, it, uh, the, the shapes it makes, the lights, they resemble spears or even angry dragons. So in the Vicatoria prophecies, which are at least decades old and in some cases uh, maybe even more, it was said that uh, the people of God will at the very end hide in caves and burrows and the servants of the Antichrist will hunt them with the help of trained scout rats. And indeed, it's a very recent trend since an year or so they have um, actually announced that they have uh, started training rats now for rescue operations like for example earthquakes for locating people but of course it is uh, obvious that they could uh, use them to locate people for other reasons as well <laughs> So, where I live is actually a couple of hundred kilometers to Ukraine. So, I thought it might be informative to tell you what uh, stories the people who flee from there actually tell. Like, uh, recently there was a man with a family. When the war started, he got all his money and his family. He loaded up everything in the car. At the border, they stopped them, of course, uh, because men are not allowed to leave the country. He just handed 10,000 uh, euro to the officer, stamped uh, a wrong date on his passport so that it would appear that he has exited the country much earlier, when it was still legal for men to leave Ukraine, and he escaped. And then he told his friends they tried to do the same, but then... Uh, because too many people were doing that, they started stopping the cars with men like a few kilometers before the border and just uh, confiscate their cars and everything and ch chase them away in the, in the bushes. Were they taking even their clothes, something like this? I don't remember now this detail. So this particular man escaped in the beginning of the war. Now what happens to those who remain there? They got uh, drafted and uh, then uh, <clears throat> butchered. Well, some say they died during a war or military operation, but according uh, to what the eyewitnesses say, it doesn't look like a proper military operation with uh, aim and some thinking invested in it. It's more like uh, sending people to sure death. And by the way, before they send them on the so-called uh, missions, they drug them heavily in the food, they put something. And once this uh, absolutely inexperienced man with no fighting skills 
being sent in such a state to the front line when they come out in the fields it's pretty much obvious that they will get shot and that's it and that's why some of them try to run back but they're being immediately shot on the spot by the foreign mercenaries that is their task there some of them try white flag and surrender to the Russians they have some chance if uh, the Russians take them first, then they remain alive. But uh, also the Ukrainians, they all the time watch for white flags. And when they see, they go and uh, again, the mercenaries kill the people there on the spot. So this unbelievable insanity is, of course, uh, not popular amongst the Ukrainians themselves. But even the Russian soldiers are uh, having some remorse. They are saying, we don't really feel that uh, we, are, we are killing these people in some sort of fighting. It is more like uh, shooting at uh, people who have no chance. And the amount of uh, men which they slaughter in such way is so big that uh, there aren't any left. Of course, many of uh, them fled. The rest is uh, almost finished off. And sadly, exactly as in the prophecies, they consider uh, starting drafting Ukrainian women. And sadly, their fate won't be different of that of the men. And all this has been planned in detail since uh, many, many years. Because, uh, you see, this is uh, the Economist cover some 11 or 12 years ago. And even back then, uh, the Hamas were depicted, uh, you know, flying from the skies. And that's exactly what they did. They flew exactly in this... Uh, way for their initial raid and you see uh, the main orchestra conductor for the current moment climate change that's what is written on his uh, what is this i don't know gaming machine or something we also see uh, destroyed parthenon uh, in athens that was in the predictions, it seems. It is about to come. It's obvious who will organize all this. And it is so obvious from all sides that this is set up, that uh, humanity is being framed. And still, uh, the ordinary people, they, they don't get it. They always uh, continue with their small excuses, like, for example, in Ukraine. They knew. To, at least to some extent, everybody has heard a little bit about this uh, framing of humanity. But they decided to swallow it up uh, when there was a cope, when uh, forces foreign to the nation put with cunning means their own government, the people decided to sing along. And so the Ukrainians, they simply fell in the trap first. And the people of the other nations, instead of uh, waking up and learning their lesson, they continue to live in the world of the small talk and the small thinking and the superficial excuses. Oh, what could have I done? I would have lost my job. I needed a vacation, so I took the shot. Actually, I didn't want to. 
but uh, I was forced by the circumstances and then they hear some uh, pseudo spiritual person telling them don't you worry your intent is the most important it will not count oh yes it will count when all the nations follow the fate of Ukraine and even worse Too many people nowadays prefer not to listen to disturbing, according to them, uh, ancient prophecies about um, rather unpleasant apocalyptic scenarios for all kinds of different reasons. Unfortunately, uh, these people who find the ancient language of uh, hell and heaven unpalatable, they do listen and watch prophecies all the time, but prophecies of other type in disguise. The events foretold in these other prophecies are very similar to the events foretold by the saints and the only difference in the essences of both materials, the ancient and the modern woke prophecies, the major difference is that the woke prophecies miss the most important element and that is how to remain human and happy and enlightened at the end of the ordeal. The woke prophecies, I mean, is all the movies, all the shows, all these seemingly ordinary stories you hear from uh, people who are immersed in Kali Yuga and cannot even imagine any other type of existence. And if you read a book, watch a movie or listen to somebody telling you a story which is not about the future, still it has this prophetic effect commonly known as predictive programming. This is very much used nowadays, but very few people understand its true meaning, or rather its depth. Usually people imagine, or they are made to imagine, predictive programming like this. One hears a certain story again and again, one sees it again and again, and when the parasites make a setup for it, the humanity will respond in the way they have seen in the movies. But this is just the superficial layer, which is also dangerous. The deeper one is that all the options and all the situations and all the choices they give to start with, they are all elements of the Kali Yuga Rotten Society. So for the parasites it's not uh, really important. For example, will you choose the left or the right party or think that you are neutral but yet you watch the fake alternative media and believe they are woke prophecies. All these three groups will safely arrive in the custody of the chap with the pitchfork. And people are hungry for prophecies, to the point that they even spend their precious time and energy to read absolutely fake prophecies, like the things, most of the things they make around the case of the Simpsons prophecies. This is a sheer waste of time. And yet far more people watch this type of so-called prophecies uh, rather than uh, listen to the saints who have uh, proven their mystic powers. At least in the West, that is the situation. And by the way, putting aside uh, the uh, littering, the internet littering with fake Simpsons prophecies, aside from that, uh, the makers of the serial seem to be well aware of uh, the upcoming events because they are talking even about the instant flip upcoming between Russia and uh, Soviet Union too to the point of showing even a more or less uh, correct map, although it's not sure is this in the uh, beginning of the Third World War or towards the end of the Tribulation when uh, 
the new golden age starts from the Slavic nations. That is not clear, but they seem to be informed. And one other new for my channel source talks about uh, this unification, Verica Obrenovic from Serbia. She is most definitely one of the most uh, reliable and accurate sources of uh, predictions, something like Mary Julie Jehani or Nina Orotrok Vyacheslav. And she also spoke that uh, this union between uh, Russia, India and China, they will become the leaders of the world uh, currently. Uh, it is kind of uh, US uh, managing the world affairs, but she said that um, soon uh, they will be uh, struck by um, hurricanes, floods and other natural disasters so badly that uh, the country will struggle to even mind its own business, uh, let alone do anything abroad. The European Union, she said, uh, will also fall apart, but a new one will be formed on its place with different members, somewhat different. This was, uh, by the way, in other prophecies as well. Other things uh, she mentions is uh, the eruption of Yellowstone, which will cause total darkness on Earth for a couple of days. Is that uh, the three days of darkness event? I don't know. She has now left the earthly realm, but recently they actually published uh, footage of her um, uh, talking even about uh, the uh, modern virus, that it will escape a laboratory. She also spoke about uh, the Fukushima disaster, of course, before it happened, and many, many other things with uh, amazing accuracy. However, because the material is uh, kind of very fresh, it's not yet translated. So if somebody from uh, Serbia or somebody who knows Serb language watches, um, you can contact me because I want to present her prophecies, the complete uh, prophecies in English. But I understand Serbian only half, so I could use some help. So I received this uh, very important question from Denmark. Since uh, most of the near-death experiences rarely uh, involve uh, visits to hell, then why the predictions of the seers are about hell, sin and the day of judgment? Yes, the people who pass through the gate of death and then return rarely report seeing hell, but there are still plenty of uh, testimonials in that regard, verified, I mean people who were in uh, clinical death. Thousands of people with near-death experiences have seen hell. This uh, place does exist. In the question it says, there is no right or wrong. This is what Seth, uh, as Seth of uh, Jane Roberts, says on this uh, subject. Of course, uh, there is uh, right and wrong as uh, universal values. However, the modern man is so bamboozled by centuries of distorting uh, the right ideas and the right meaning of the words, because the words are the sound and the symbols. So everything is distorted now, the symbols, the crystals, the sound, the words. And it has become such a mishmash that Seth says, 
uh, right and wrong do exist, they're clearly defined, but it is pointless to use this terminology when I talk to modern man because of his distorted belief system. He says, if I use right or wrong in their universal sense, then the modern man will not even understand what is said saying because he will attribute different uh, beliefs to those words. And then he says, and if I use right or wrong in your modern terms, then that will solidify even more this uh, faith in this uh, fraudulent paradigm. And for this same reason, Seth actually, he introduced new terms for many things. Because when one introduces new term, one defines the meaning precisely. While if he uses the terms we have been using distorted for centuries, the confusion will only grow. You can listen to all the set books of Jane Roberts for free on the Tim Hardhart channel. And now getting back to right and wrong, indeed there are many situations in which it's uh, really hard to say is this right or wrong? Yeah, you help somebody to carry heavy furniture and to break your back. Did you do the right thing or the wrong thing? And that's because uh, the fabric of uh, the entire creation is uh, woven out of uh, three substances, sattva, rajas and tamas. Sattva corresponding to the right thing and tamas uh, to the wrong thing and rajas is a transitory mode of action of uh, the material nature. And of course, actions, because they happen within the material nature, they're also made of these three things. And uh, they're usually mixed. It is very rare to have a pure sattva or pure tamas. And there are so many situations in life and they're connected to God knows what, maybe your higher self, maybe it is uh, karma from previous lives, maybe it is a brand new choice you have to make. and. These are so many things, they have their own uh, portions of sattva rajas and tamas in themselves. And sometimes in a daily situation, it's impossible to say like black and white is this sattvic or tamasic. That is the true meaning of the otherwise wise phrase, there is no right or wrong. However, in uh, modern fast food spirituality, they are into subtle distortion. That's why they have uh, just flipped the meanings over time and now many people are convinced that there is no right or wrong whatsoever, which is a false statement, a pillar of the fast food spirituality which has been sponsored and paid for and organized by the Satanists because it's essential for them to destroy the discrimination of the people between actual right or wrong. And as explained in the survivors, they did that for centuries by distorting the meaning of the most important words. And then with those distorted words, they would define their own more and more evil uh, satanic rules for uh, running the human society. Just lies upon lies, founded on lies, standing on lies. It's like a mountain of distortion. That's uh, the modern paradigm. And now another aspect of this question, why the people who see hell in their near-death experiences are a rather small percentage when the life nowadays is so sinful? 
Well, I personally have never heard of any estimate or information or anything like that of uh, what percentage of the people who live nowadays would go directly to hell. But my overall impression is uh, not that many, which could be for different reasons. Uh, sometimes uh, souls don't immediately go to suffer for their uh, wrongdoing right in the next life sometimes it takes many many lifetimes before they get punished but anyhow the main point is that when we die our soul goes to pitriloka that is like a transitory place a hub a place together and contemplate between lives in between lives so those who would be going uh, to hell even first they would be in some sort of uh, intermediary uh, state transitory state which is confirmed by uh, most of the reliable sources who speak about these things in detail of course those who mention it only briefly the entire scene they would say simple things you either go to heaven or, or hell that's with one sentence but when they are detailed explanations everywhere in Hinduism, in, in um, Buddhism, in the Monroe Institute, in SET, everywhere they speak about this transitory state. Although, of course, they use uh, different terms. The Hindu term is Pitriloka. And uh, the viewer mentions in the question, no judgment whatsoever, only unconditional love. Wow, that's quite interesting. I think this contains the clue of the actual answer. Now, some people have um, very short near-death experiences. Like, I had one, but it was very short, just um, maybe a couple of minutes maximum, and there was uh, only one situation, one question, not much detail. Yes, this type of uh, near-death experiences, uh, they may not have any element of judgment just because they are too short. However, uh, the majority, if not uh, all, uh, the people who have longer death experiences and uh, see numerous scenes and start understanding the environment over there a little bit, as you have read uh, yourself, they see their life as if shown on a movie screen and they watch it and in this higher state of consciousness in which uh, they are over there, because then the consciousness all of a sudden opens, then they understand, oh, this was a mistake, this was uh, something good I did. It is not just very common, it is uh, the most important thing about uh, these experiences, according to the people who had them. So when the souls review their actions in the given life, afterwards they notice what kind of uh, qualities they lack, and that's how they plan their next life uh, later on. This uh, planning for the next life uh, rarely would come in near-death experiences. Usually it is uh, channeled through uh, regressions or progressions, of which there are plenty of uh, veric verified cases again. So that's also equally a reliable source of information. So the souls, uh, to create the drama in which they can develop the qualities they wish, uh, they uh, decide upon um, facing various trials, difficulties, problems, 
in their future lives and that's what uh, we call misfortune or hell or a reaction of sin nowadays. One can decide uh, not to use words as hell and sin or any other words which he doesn't like, but this will not change the fundamental thing, the difficulties we face, their result of our past wrongdoing. In most cases, not in all cases, sometimes one uh, faces obstacles just, to, just as a test, or as a trial, or as an experiment. Now, upon leaving the body, the souls, they have this review of their past life, and they uh, estimate how did uh, they perform with their actions. Well, this is the judgment as meant by the seers. Now, the Day of Judgment is a more specific event, but the meaning is the same. The only difference would be that uh, this smaller judgment at the end of each life is more of a personal experience, while the Judgment Day uh, will be like uh, all the people on Earth uh, do that together. And another possible difference is that um, at the Judgment Day, one, uh, according to some sources, one will review not just uh, the last life, but also all his lives in this uh, in this kalpa. It's like a major period comprising of other periods. Again, it's a Hindu term. Now, don't be misled by uh, language tricks, uh, language traps set for us by the Satanists. Like, for example, when the people talk about uh, their near-death experiences, they may narrate about the review of their life and the review of their actions, how did they do, and yet the people themselves may say there was no judgment, and then they would use simply some sort of synonym or alternative term. And it doesn't matter how they call this thing happening, this process, it doesn't change its essence at all. The prophets call it judgment. If somebody else wants to call it something else, that's fine, but if you want to know the truth, it is obvious, it is the same thing. I personally think that uh, people with near-death experience who had a review of their life and they say, say there was no judgment, most likely they mean I looked at my life without being judgmental. Because the two words have a similar root and it's very easy to, to create a bit of a foggy confusion around this. Because judgmental, it's actually when one is biased, holding uh, rigid opinions, stubbornness, you know, uh, judging for small things, blaming others, this type of stuff. This is uh, indeed not a nice quality and when our consciousness expands uh, after we die, this type of uh, silly earthly qualities, they simply evaporate in that uh, very moment and we return to our original state, then we surely know what is good and what is bad, what is right and what is wrong with their universal meanings and we no longer uh, measure right and wrong with uh, the earthly values, the earthly units of measure. Other things are important there. And finally, the answer to your actual question, how to reconcile these two views. 
they can never be reconciled. The universal truth, which is also the universal sattva, purity and goodness, cannot be mixed with the satanic lies just because the modern people want it. The satanic lie that uh, there is no right or wrong in higher sense and uh, altogether and in universal sense, that is the most precious lie for the satanists because that's how they can lure people to hell. Yeah, do whatever you want, there is no punishment uh, anyway. So they have made a special care to implant this into the psyche of our generation. So that's uh, where we start and according to how much we manage to purify ourselves to that degree we will understand what is the actual good and bad in universal sense. And yet on the other hand I do believe and many people say that there are much much higher realms of existence which we cannot even imagine because the human soul is like a like a sprout like an embryo of a grown-up soul so I do believe that there are existences which are beyond the material uh, modes of uh, good and bad and sattva and tamas but that is an entire different story the natural laws in those unearthly realms are completely different. But as long as we are embodied, the laws of this nature will work on us. That's the point. That's the important. That's what the parasites don't want you to know, so that you will accept their offers, their passport, their everything. <laughs>